All right, welcome to Craft Apparel. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and (laughs) that's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft Apparel. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, everyone, welcome back. Craft Imperial Podcast. Uh, this is our second live stream podcast. So if you're part of the Patreon, you're watching this live right now. Got a couple of you in here. What's going on? This is the Viking, Aloha. And with me... Matt Rushes. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, hanging out here at the Russians' new uh, modified Kremlin 2.0. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, Kremlin 2.0, we're going to call it that. Uh, it's awesome new pad, you know, things move on in life and life changes and this and that and you move on and this guy just kept flowing in the same direction, man, this place is awesome. Maybe we'll do some cool, like, like weird smoking walkthrough or some shit, you know what I mean? Just yeah. blowing smoke in every corner. So, <laughs> you know, like a voodoo thing, you got to season the house, right? Yeah. You know, you have to give like a voodoo witch thing. You got to season the house. Um, I think you're a little witch doctor hanging up in the smoking room. <laughs> um, cool. So we're here. Uh, the Bourbon Cowboys on a much well-deserved vacation down in Old Naples. Uh, in French, that's Naples, Florida. Uh, so the Russian and I are going to get together, hang out, and do this. We're doing something really cool that we've semi-done before, but not really ever. Um, with some whiskeys, uh, maybe some cool beers, and then the Mad Russian scoped out um, probably one of the coolest little releases from Tatuaje that I think a lot of people have tried to get into, but not every account always has every one. So Tatuaje released this Robusto sampler of all of the surrogates. So, and Mark, you can talk about that if you want. Which one did you pick? I thought maybe in, under the circumstances. Ooh, the crystal baller in the new pad. <laughs> Let me see that. Yeah, so it's got inside, much like you saw when we did the uh, Lancero collection. You guys on the uh, on the live podcast can see this. It's got that uh, Latatier cover on top, the surrogate six pack. So in here, it's the it's the it's the cigars and the Robusto exclusivos. You got the Skull Breaker, the Crystal Baller, my favorite, the Tramp Stamp, Animal Cracker, Satin Glove, Seventh Sam. So I'm actually gonna smoke uh, the Satin Glove. I think I've never smoked it before. I mean, if I'm going with my own, it's either the Tramp Stamp or the Skull Breaker. Uh, I don't know. What do you do, Mark? What do you do? Yeah, let's do Satin Glove. So I'm going to do Satin Glove. And we're going to fire these guys up. But um, hope everyone's doing well. Um, all the... Uh, uh, all the... Um, hey, I got stuff right here, dude. All the uh, back orders on the Cyclops went out, man. Cyclops is now at lit. Uh, AP Cigar, Montre Cigar, um, Grand Cruise coming down the line. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that and things have been going good, man. Um, new packaging, I know some of you guys saw that. If you hadn't, I think I put a sneak peek out on Instagram, maybe. Uh, but you'll check it out. So, hanging out here. Now, have you smoked any circus before? Uh, never in a pack like this. And the last time was, uh, 
actually when we first met because you, you used to hand me these. Yeah, that's right. And you did Animal Cracker and Tramp Stamp. Yep. I remember that. Okay. Um, satin glove I've never had. Um, the Skull Breaker is my absolute favorite because it reminds me of the of the Drac uh, from the Monster line. Very much so. Which one? Uh, the Skull Breaker. I remember that. Reminds me of the Drac. It's like, it's right. You got a fresh set of Ray-Bans? Those Maui gems? Yeah. Damn. Crystal Baller Maui gems new pad. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, Powerball Lotto was at 100 mil, cause <laughs> Maui, Jim Jims. Right on. Um, cool, so we're gonna hang out, and then Mark's got something pretty sweet. Um, actually, you know what, let's cut into these. Let's get these things lit up, and then we'll get into uh, what's going on. So I do, there's a lighter right there. Yeah, so where we're sitting is we're actually in, we're in, uh, I'm in, in the Mad Russian's bedroom. Uh, it's the balcony off of his master bedroom. It's pretty cool. We're sitting out here, we got this big uh, fern tree next to us. Yes, yeah, like in Fern Gully, fern tree. Um, nice maples over here. Um, and it's been raining so much in St. Louis the past, uh, or in Missouri alone, the past week that it is green as leprechaun shit out here. Absolutely fantastic. Nika's down here. She's hanging out the ferocious neighborhood pit bull. <laughs> Just so elegantly enjoying her life. Um, all right, Mark, why don't, and when I'm lighting into this, why don't you grab these and kind of explain what we're going to do? Okay. And then why don't you pick order in which we will do? So, okay. Um, my recommendation is the other one first. No, no, I'm just trying to put it up here for you so you can do what you got to do. There we go. Do that. All right. Uh, oh, it's right there, buddy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Okay. So, I think when when Old Elk, I mean, Old Elk has appeared on the, on, on the podcast before. Um, when 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 I when I when I first saw it, I I I I really was skeptical about it. Uh, you know, I, th I thought it's cool packaging, but you know, so sometimes when it when it's cool packaging, like there was there, were, there were, I can't think what it was what it was called. There was the huge one of the it had a huge brass eagle on the top. The stuff was not good. And, brass and, and, eagle. And you basically spend ninety dollars on on, on on the packaging, and 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 the, the stuff was just anyway. Yeah, it makes sense. This this actually. You know, I, I came around to, 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 to Old Elk, especially when when the, the barrel picks started coming coming around, and that's I think what 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 I've tried on the podcast. So uh, this it's and this actually is as is, is a, is a Colorado whiskey that that I didn't introduce. It's not one I picked up when I was in Colorado. Uh, so this one is the, the barrel pick from Captain Z's. So. Captain Zach was fortunate enough to, uh, to, to to get a pirate barrel. Captain Zach was fortunate what, enough to, uh, and that's what this is. So this one is 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 a weed. You're gonna get that guy drowned. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep putting that out there. So like, oh. Swimmer. So it this is their probably their, their a good five, swimmer. Five year uh, weeded bourbon. And today, I, I I went out and made a stop on the way home. And I've never seen this before. Uh, the, the, the same Greg Mata Master Distiller. 
kind of an interesting story that I read about this one. This is age six years, and this is apparently their annual limited release. Uh, so it, it, it's 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 a reserve. It has a, it says batch one. Yeah. So 105 proof. Sour mash reserve. Uh, the I'm not I, I'm not going to bother reading the article, but but basically it they, they, they talked about the combination of, of, of 30 different barrels that, that 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 he liked the best. Yeah, it says a 30 barrel small batch blend. Yeah, there you go. So this is kind of a unique opportunity to, to try not and this isn't exactly a, a normal flagship product, but something. well, it's kind of cool to go a barrel pick because we know how barrel picks are, right? Every barrel pick's always different. It always seems to be better than the regular production item, right? And then, if this is batch one, is this the first year of this? And not to mention, it's 105 proof, too, so it's up there, which is pretty cool. And what's this guy at? 116. <laughs> well, never mind. I didn't know Old Elk sat up like that. Cool, so we're going to do these side by side. We'll go one to the other. And, um, what's up? Oh, I was going to say, I, I can grab two more glasses, but I'm kind of not set up for that yet yeah oh, yes I, I do right. i do have two more yep, yep. do it we'll do them side by side yeah yeah I'm sorry. So, don't apologize we'll get into that that way we can do it kind of kind of coolsies one and two um yeah have you guys ever smoked these um surrogates before they've always been kind of fun to me because um you know dan that handles all the surrogate stuff for pete johnson and, and the tatuaje family and la ta and all that um, it's a really cool, unique spin on ha almost having a lot of fun with your cigar, but then even the name still plays dividend to the cigar and somehow in the blending and, and somehow with how the namesake came to be and things like that, which I find absolutely fantastic, you know, um, always love a good story. A good story is not always hard to come by, but sometimes they can be. Uh, but I really, really enjoy that about the cigars. Uh, these just found. I don't think they're allocated. I, I'm honestly not sure. I'm pretty sure you can go to a lot of uh, Tatuaje dealers if they carry Tatuaje. They'll have surrogates, or they'll have had surrogates, or they order them, you know, here and there, whichever, uh, which is cool. Um, but yeah, they're fun. It's pretty cool. And then sometimes the thing, the thing that I have about surrogates is just because you go to a shop that's got, you know, they might have crystal ball or tramp stamp and animal cracker right then they don't have they don't have eight ball they don't have um satin glove tea they don't have they don't have the whole thing so you can't really experience the whole thing it's just like with monsters you know sometimes someone's got all the skinny monsters sometimes the shop's got one of the face releases you know the most popular one i think still to date was uh the karloff release that's been everywhere so uh, all right, well, I guess we're gonna do these side by side. Should be pretty cool, and uh, we'll see about that. Now, Old Elk is a reimagined whiskey, right? Like it's been around before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it has to. As far as I know, they're using their their own product. So, with this being six years, they've they've been around at least that long. Well, it has to be at least that long because because this is this apparently since it's their first release of this. But they've done 
they've had some really successful uh, barrel picks. I, I think this one included, and the uh, the, the one from uh, what's it called? Uh, Dogwood. That was a good one. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. So, should we go? Do you want a proof to proof or start with? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's only ten points. It, it really shouldn't be that traumatic of a of a jump. You know. It's true. Save that box. I want to get a picture with it in that box when we're done. That's pretty cool. That box probably added five dollars to uh, cost <laughs> of of said said whiskey. Um. Yeah, I did a little uh, dig in the, the I, I think uh, the satin glove, so this has the Mexican San Andreas wrapper on it. Um, crystal baller, uh, the Habano, I believe. Um, fun stuff. Now, I want to make sure I get this right because I think I may have said it a little differently. La Latier Imports is an offshoot from Tatuaje. I've said that before, but Pete's not the sole proprietor of it. He's a co-owner, but all the cigars are still made. Uh, my father and Esteli, uh, Pepin Garcia, still does all of that. So... That'll be pretty cool. Um, what I love about this is like, uh, not all Latiers, not all the lads really nail it, but a lot of the San Andreas stuff that Pepin does, and even some of his Ecuadorian stuff that he does, um, rapper-wise, you know, things like that, early early Corojo or, or late Criollo, um, they have a very unique and fun semi-sweet glaze to them. But you still get all of that earthiness. It's almost like it's almost like uh, an earth butter toast. You know, and you have like the perfectly toasted bread and just enough butter on it that it doesn't sob up the bread, but you can still eat it. Yeah. That kind of toast to it. That's that's what I like. That's what's really good about this so far. The other reason that this is going to be a really interesting comparison is they're both they're both bourbon, but this is uh, a weeded bourbon so the higher secondary uh, component after corn is, is wheat and this one's a, a high malt oh really so and sour mash interesting and what's funny is the color is not that far off either when you look at them all right so where do we start weeded weeded let's do weeded first Cheers. Now this is Captain Z's. Captain Z's is a uh, pretty sweet little. Let's just be honest. They got a massively stocked humidor. There's a lot of shit in there, and I mean that respectfully. There's a lot of shit in there, um, and they got a pretty sweet liquor selection. Um, it's kind of a stop and go. <laughs> yeah. That's you call it. It's a package store. Yeah. You know. I mean, they wanted. He really wanted to make a cigar lounge. I've talked to him a lot about that. Um, even as a as a as a as a as a package store, they they had some trouble. I mean, they got the, they got the licenses, they built out the space, and he said that in their their, their first two weeks of opening, a, a county official stopped by to try to shut them down, and actually did shut them down temp temporarily, because they 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 reassessed the distance between them and the church across the street. Mm -hmm. 
and they discovered that that there was that there was like a three foot error. They were within a hundred yards or some yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those quirky. Uh, I don't even think it's a Missouri law. I think it's a St. Louis law. If you're gonna have smoking indoors, you can't be within a hundred. It's either a hundred yards or a hundred feet. It's got to be yards, right? Because a hundred feet's like from here to that house. Yeah. Like a hundred yards from a school, place of worship, or um, uh, abuse counseling center. So you can't have a bar across the street from an AA meeting place. Uh, <laughs> apparently that's uh, instigating. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so let's check this out. This barrel pick from Captain Z's. How old is it? Five years? Yeah, five. Five? Just sweet nose. Yeah. Yeah. Entertaining. That's a that's really hot up front. Not hot, not too. It, it just the burn is up front. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of finding that attractive about some whiskey. It makes you salivate. It really does. It makes your mouth wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll come back to that before I talk about that. How's your cigar going, dude? I don't know if I've ever had this one. I mean, it, I, I I really thought this was going to be sweeter than it is. Really? Just yeah, it's got the Maui gems on, bro. It can't be sweet. Yeah, but sometimes you know, from from I don't know. I, I've, sometimes without even even lighting it, you can pick up certain things from 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 the the tobacco. The cold draw. Yeah. yeah and I really thought this was going to be something sweeter not that's not why i picked it i picked it for the name but. right for the the, <laughs> the the occasion the crystal baller in full effect yeah let's give this another uh another sippy sip here i want to kind of get a feel for it before we try the other one natural to do taste comparisons and I, in, this one, in this case it kind of makes me think of like apricots um, or like okay that helps a little or a dried fig yeah yeah it's and what's interesting is like before we get to this other one right because this one is higher wheat yield right because we did this is malt yes I'm drawing a lot of malt from this <laughs> like almost like like wine cork malt dusty vintage kind of that that thick draw um but that that could be just for any weird reason honestly i don't know hmm. so lots been going on um i know a lot of people have covered it we haven't talked about the fda's new attack on uh, flavored cigars they're going after full infusions now. So the one thing I want to say about that that I thought would be incredibly cool, now Drew Estate's not going to fucking like it, but everybody else would. Um, if that ban were to go to effect and they, they target all types of infusions, right? Whether it's... Because they're tying them in with like vapes and, and pipes and things like that. If the acid in Deadwood line went away, 
The only way Drew Estate Tobacco could survive is to get rid of the Diplomat program and allow every shop with an account to order Liga Pravada. Do you think they would have to reduce the price? Uh, no. No, no, because I, I still think there are plenty of people that will, they, they go to secondary wholesalers and buy Liga, and you're paying 15, 20 more dollars a box to do that, you know? There's plenty of people that want to do that, and there's just not enough, there's, I understand why why they do that, right? Not that we're getting off Tatuaje and Old Elk, but I understand why they do that, because if they if everyone just got what they wanted, the cigar wouldn't be special, Right? But also the requirement to get there to have it, like you got to have a lot of flavored cigar smokers. That was one of my issues with some of their their limited releases. I really wanted to try their the, the two that they released a couple of months ago. Yeah. One was that that that, that two pack Lancero. Mm -hmm. um, they look like drumsticks. They're the really A's. Cool. Yeah. The A's. Yeah. But in order to get that, I would have had to spend like $500 on Drew Estate products because, well, to get, because I would I was not gonna buy them and I was gonna buy only the things that I really right. smoke. And and that, that that would have meant, you know, more expensive things. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Well, AAs are good, they're cool, they're fun to have. Um, like I've got a couple of those Padron 64As. So I've got some LFDAs. Um, they're cool, but it, it gets to a point, man. Like, I mean, you're talking an 11 and a half inch long cigar. It's like, that's like when when, uh, when Oscar did the big stick, the big Woody. Remember that cigar? Yeah. It was, that, it was that 54 by 18, and cigars like that long. Came in this big coffin. Yeah. But I was thinking... I don't think I do with those, but with, with that, play drums. Well, with that one in particular, um, I, I'd be tempted to to cut it in half because you can't like smoke half of it and then put it away. So no, you're gonna you're in for the long haul, bro. Got <laughs> to get up at seven, have the coffee, and pay take a break to eat lunch. Get the booze, wrap up, and go to bed. Day's done. <laughs> Actually, their, their slogan for that should be pairs well with paid time off. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Personal use days. Um, yeah, so that, that I think that would be kind of cool, really. Um, you saw that, uh, you know, Brian uh, Descend, they got the charger wrapped. Did you see that? It's pretty damn cool. Control. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and I've been screwing around, you know, even before that, with with, with, with the long ashes, and uh, Nika, a little bit. I, I, I can't say that I'm that I, that I, that I'm that I'm good at it. I, I hey, she's all right. Just watch her, Paul. Um, nah, dude. There's some people, man. Uh, we were actually hanging out in Grand Crew the other day. Um, talking to Cyclops and stuff with uh, Jimmy and Brian, the crew down there, and this young guy comes in and he's showing me pictures of long ashes, and we hand him a Cyclops, and he legitimately smokes like this the whole time he smokes, just intentionally trying to um, not let the uh, see how far I can get the ash. And he showed me some photos on his phone, man. It's nothing for him to nothing for him to take a seven-inch cigar and be holding it like this and the whole thing be ash. 
It's nothing for him. He's got hundreds of pictures in his phone. You know? And my, my thing with that, with the law, I'm like, are you truly enjoying your cigar at that moment? Right? Isn't the whole idea of the cigar, right? I preach this all the time, it forces you to chill the fuck out. Yeah, actually, that's why I... That would stress me out, man. <laughs> and then and then if the ash fell, I would be pissed. <laughs> Very mad. Because an ash that long, you don't just knock it off. That shit's stained, bro. Stained. That's also the reason why I, I don't... I don't take cigars to work. I mean, I've I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of guys at work that that have the the, the small humidor on, on the desk, and I look at those guys like, when do you ever fucking smoke those? Oh, I smoke it in the car on the way home. I if you got the drive, I get that. You know, I've lit one up on the way over here this morning. Yeah. That I, I did that thing I do when I golf. I left it on the truck and drove over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm not gonna see. I'm not. I'm not gonna take a break and spend more time at work. Just so I can have that, that, that relaxed break. I'm not gonna, because I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna hurry it up. It's not, a, it's not a cigarette. That's part of what I like about this. This is, this is a means to, to, to relax. That's, that's one of many aspects of, of the cigar, the cigar culture that I really like. Okay. Yeah, well, it's it's like to that people ask me, they're like, because in that conversation, they come and say, well, what about a podcast? You got to set everything up and you got to carry it around. I'm like, man, I don't got to go to a studio every day. It fits in a backpack. And have you listened to our podcast? Uh, yeah, it's we're just chilling, man. There's nothing going on. There's good vibes everywhere. Actually, none of this was scripted. No. The cigars. Fuck, but- the most stressful part today was I couldn't get the damn YouTube thing to work. <laughs> what, what we're trying now is stuff I, I, I picked up this morning. I- right. Right. There's nothing going on, man. I mean, it's 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 just fun. And have fun with it. Now, I do think it's incredible. Now, here you go. Mind me. It's incredibly impressive that you have the technique. Because I think there's a technique to that. I don't think everyone can just grab. Everyone gets lucky now and then with the right cigar. And you're not paying attention. You look over and you got, you know, four inches of ash hanging off your cigar. And you're like, oh, shit, look what I did, you know. Um, but to consistently be able to do that, I find that really impressive. I think it's unique. But that's not relaxing to me. So one of the reasons I, I, I started doing it. You were stacking dimes. Apart, from, apart from, from, from trying to be funny, it was also because we, we had somebody who, who used to more regularly appear on the podcast. And... I used to just, I used to get lost in, 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 in the conversation, in the cigar, in the, in, the, in, the, in the drink, and I was never paying attention to the ash. And it would always end up all over me, except that he used to point out to me all the time, he's like, hey man, you should ash. And then, so, so then, you know, I, I, then, I, then, I, then I'd kind of carefully, you know, see what part of the ash would, would release. Like, even on this one, I'm, I'm you know, barely dragging it on the, on the edge of the ash tree and it's not coming off. So, after that, it became kind of fun just to see how far I could take that. Right. And it's yes, interesting. And the worst case, it, it ended up not just on my clothes, but on my face. And Yeah, there was that one time. Cigar came all over his face. <laughs> it was everywhere. <laughs> and think about Ash, too. When you hit it, you probably just everywhere. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Um, but, yeah. I will tell you what. That uh, barrel pick is good. But it literally is way too strong for this cigar. 
It's from Aaron. <laughs> Read what it says. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is something that's, that's been kind of fun. As of two days ago, and in, in, the, the change came into effect in the afternoon, uh, I no longer have, have to, to wear a mask. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, so it cleared up like that and, and Waini. So she, if you have your shots, you don't have to wear it at work. Well, so she's Sunday. She's like, I'm getting vaccinated. I'm like, go. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, but also, yeah, but, but in, 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 at work, they're not allowed to ask you because of HIPAA. Yeah, and here's, here's my thing with that. Our political talks are never bad, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, St. Louis went down to, if you're in public, you don't have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated, right? If you walk up to me and ask me if I've been vaccinated, what am I going to say to you? No, your fucking business. Well, I'm going to say, yeah. Oh, well, I was just... Right, because I don't have my mask on, right? If I tell you no, you're going to ask me to put it on, right? Okay. So now we're all just full of shit, because, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, at work, they, they, they can't ask you. To, well, I know. So, I know, that's the HIPAA, but... Yeah, but also I noticed that, that you know, I, th I think Costco led the way. They were, like, the first major chain that... that, that and then Walmart did it. That, that, but, yeah. But but I, when I when I, when I I left work yesterday, I, I, w I went into Costco, and the guy who was, who was, who was checking IDs at, at the start... I went, weird to say Costco bouncer, but I noticed... That's the first thing I noticed. Like I can, I can see his fucking face. I'm like, oh. So I, I, I pulled the mask off. Yeah, girls aren't pretty anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna say something, and I said this to a lot of people. Okay, if one, if masks did one thing during this entire time, except keep you safe and healthy, right? Because you can still smell farts through them, but whatever. Um, it made people in general not just women more attractive because it made you focus on eyesight and hair and everything like that i can't tell you and this is going to sound really rude and horrible but i mean everything i'm saying how many times we're sitting around you're hanging out you're like man i grow a gorgeous eyes right pops that mask loose and it's friday the 13th just running all over the fucking place okay <laughs> now i'm no gym i'm me get over it is what it is i'm cute enough to get laid okay so it's working um, but oh my god, they made me realize that there are pretty colors and eyes out there, you know, <laughs> really. And you know, so now that masks are over, we can talk about the funny shit we saw. You know, the craziest thing I saw with a mask on during that entire time, I was at a cigar bar, okay. Um, matter of fact, we were at Stanley's hanging out, having a great time. Bat, everybody down there, love you, awesome, right? Sitting there having cigars, I believe you were there with me that night um and there was a group of ladies that came up to the bar they ordered drinks they had their masks on and i'm like okay they're, you know, they're just kind of wait till they light their cigar pull the mask down light the cigar okay smoke on it for a second put the mask back up then they pull the mask down draw off the cigar put the mask up and blow the smoke out of the mask i'm like if there was any any clearance you needed to understand that that's not doing shit you just had this of smoke <laughs> just radiate out of the and I, I literally I was fascinated for like an hour I just watched my cigar went out I just watched him smoke a cigar just like I this you're just gonna keep going we're still doing this this is happening oh okay right on just kept going I'm like it's bonkers to me man and then the people driving around the car with the windows up sealed shut with the mask on 
Well, well you get so, yourself sick? And, well, and I, I saw I saw that too when I um, when I visited my, my dad in Colorado. We went. I I, I took him to to his office at, on campus, and there were there were students walking around near the dorms. One person by themselves outside, way away from everybody else. Sometimes double masked. Oh god! You know, I saw. Do you remember like the old hockey mask? Right, like Jason Friday the 13th. You know the clear ones from uh, uh, Purge. They'd wear those. Well, and when they were when they were discussing changing the policy where, where I work, there was a group of employees that kind of got together. Um, what a mutiny against mass! They 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 they're not they're not allowed to, to make a petition, but they can kind of collectively make a suggestion and their suggestion or their request was they said that that changing the mask policy makes them uncomfortable and they would like that that it be delayed until at least after Memorial Day weekend because they think that there's going to be another super spreader event but there's no data that 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 suggests that here's that there's no data anyway anyway our news is so fucked up. Last week they said there were 622 new cases. Yesterday, since mass release, there have not been any updated cases. So all that proves is, hey, uh, they didn't do anything, bro. <laughs> you know? And look, just because I was against masks, did I respect people? Yes, I had my mask on yes, when right. needed. No, I, I want you all to know that because I know some of you are sitting there lighting your scar like these fucking assholes no, no, I, 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 look I, I fold I fold I, I always fold the rules too but but there are also certain places that I, I avoided because the policy kind of got in the way of, 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 of I thought my, my ability to, to enjoy my time there like here, here's an example I, w I won't name I won't name the restaurant uh, but the way that they set it up was you must wear a mask unless you're actively eating or drinking and so you, you go there, you sit down for dinner, and you know, waiter does as, as, as they do. They, they, they approach your table, ask you if you want more, they, 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 they keep trying to be attentive. Yeah. But the, the restaurant's policy was, when the waiter approaches your table, you must stop what you're doing and put your mask on. And I thought like, I, if I'm eating my dinner, like I'm thinking, leave me the fuck alone and I will summon you then. Well, exactly, because then you're putting me to a routine right like we always follow the guidelines and things that were, were fantastic and you know like let's let's talk cigar lounges right we don't know about every single one but i'll highlight lit right because work there our locker sponsor everything like that during the height of the mass stuff even up until uh precise dates are going to evade me right like i'm not gonna be able to say it but there were a point in time where uh the owners uh the sniders were taking reservations for 10 to 15 people at a time right Masks were worn behind the counter uh, if, if we were serving anything. Now, granted, I was not very good at that. I do apologize to this day, but whatever. Um, but uh, the one thing that was asked, you came in with your mask on. You know, when the contact tracing thing started happening, there was a folder out. People signed it. But once you sat down, right, once you sat down and everyone kind of followed this little like unwritten rule thing. When you sat down, your mask came off, you enjoy your drink, enjoy your scar the whole time you're there. 99% of people, they got to go to the bathroom, put the mask back on. Yep. If they went in the humidor, it was one person in the humidor at a time. Um, you know, and then when you came to check out, masks were on. If, if one of us came to service you at the table or check on what you needed, 
Uh, we don't officer services there at the tables. So that's a different club. Uh, but when we got there to do that, I'm just give my joke. This is a dirty joke. Okay. okay. Uh, when we got there, a mask was on. You know, even even to the point that uh, plexiglass was put up on the bar. You know, well, we did every guideline was followed through and through. And I think when I think when you showed people you were doing that. When you gave people a reason to be able to be comfortable in a world they haven't been able to be comfortable in for m almost a year, everyone like silently just respected it and followed it. Yeah. 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 Now, now you had that that one percent that was like, I'm never gonna get sick, and then you didn't see them for six weeks. So they were sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, did, I did notice that uh, where where there were somebody. Um, they're 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 celebrating and they're feeling silly, and they 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 some some person you don't know comes up to, to talk, and, and I'm looking at them like, then then it was a little weird when 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 somebody you don't know puts their arm around you and. Yeah, I don't like that. Period. COVID or not, don't touch me. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, it's not my it's my thing. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool, you know, and, and I'm just speaking from lit because that's where i was that's where i spent my time everything like that yeah, but you and i did that when, when you took me to that, that awesome breakfast place that's that's you know that that was the standard protocol oh yeah when we went to pancake house yeah 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 just, you kind of you just rolled with it man you know uh at the legends at the golf course right if you were in the clubhouse you had your mask on but once you were sitting down if you were eating when food service was available you know they had to stop it for a while to, again two guidelines like people followed through on that uh but you could still you sat down outside you could still grab a cigar you could buy a cigar in the pro shop you could bring cigars with you on the course nothing changed you know there were just a few things here and there now me did i want to go to the grocery store for 30 minutes with a mask on my face no not at all i hated it that's where shipped came in shipped was amazing i love it love it just leave it on the door tip you on the phone it's absolutely amazing when i went to the liquor store today to, to, to buy this one I I, I I i put the mask on just out of habit and i and i and i, and I walked in and i, I I, I looked for a sign that, that used to be there and wasn't there, and I, I just, but I saw that the, the cashier had, had the mask on. I said, do I, do, "Do I need to keep keep it on?" And she, she's like, she asked me, "Have you been vaccinated?" Said, yes, and she says, "She says I still feel uncomfortable about it, but but you're allowed to take it off." Yeah, and th and that's something that I think is going to continue because even even to this day, in lounges, and, and I'm I'm talking any lounge we've been we've been in. Montres, Grand Cru, Lit, Aiello's, Stanley's, uh, that's the only ones we've been into, uh, AP. Um, there have been people that still walk in with masks on and they'll keep it on and they'll do their thing, the entirety of their doing their thing and put it on before they leave. Comfortability is key. If you feel comfortable doing that, if that's what makes you comfortable, do it, man. You know, but then kind of have the same regard towards me, you know? don't have the double standard thing but I, I think it's getting better you know do i think that one thing that i think will never i don't think federal buildings with the exception of essential personnel right will ever kind of go back i the one thing that i think came out of this i think a lot of places figured out with this beautiful google invention called zoom you can handle business more efficiently faster and at a cheaper cost 
with less contact face to face, I think you're going to see a lot more radiating that way. I don't think it's going to go away. You're right about that. And I mean, how many times during this did we do Zoom podcasts? That are the, if you're on the Patreon, there's podcasts that were only on the Patreon. There's eight, nine guys for Joe Rogan hours. That's what I call it, Joe Rogan hours. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I, you know, though, I, 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 I'll do that. And, and, and at work, for example, they installed video phones for everybody so you don't have to go up and talk to people. But I don't know. I, I like the personal contact. I mean, I, I do I, too. I, I, don't, I don't force that on anybody. But but I mean, like before before COVID, when when I needed to talk to somebody, like we 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 have, we have hundreds of people in that building, and when I wanted when I, when I wanted to talk to somebody, instead instead of instead of using chat or or, or, or picking up a phone, if I, I I look somebody up in the in the employee directory, and if I see that they're in the same building, I just walk up to them. Right. Now I'm kind of hesitant to do that, but. Well, but that's your specific job. I'm talking things like libraries, municipality buildings, police stations, courtrooms, uh, the corporate offices. You know, you got, you got to think. I mean, I talk to guys every day that used to be in the office five days a week, nine to five, traveling for meetings, right? Now they're home three days a week, traveling two and home on weekends. You know what I mean? And they're, they're actually able to accomplish more work because they might start their morning at 6 a.m. on Monday. Maybe they start at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, but don't finish till eight, right? They're actually able to do more because, you know, you can, and then the, uh, the accessibility of mobile conversation, right? So if you've got a meeting and you don't want to be at home, you go to a Starbucks, go to a Panera, go to a cigar lounge, have a cigar during your meeting. I, right, you can do all of that, and I see it every single day. Yeah, everywhere. I'm not even just talking work. Doug stopped to get some freaking full black iced coffee with a pump of mint. There's 30 dudes inside having meetings, and they're still in suits. Well, this morning I, I had to drop off my kids at school. That's that's a half half hour drive each way. I, I had an hour long meeting, so I just dialed into the meeting. Yeah, it's easy to do, man. I mean, it's so easy to do. Uh, previous company I worked for, every Monday we had our sales meetings, dialed into a number. I'd, I'd been in the gym working out and the phone's on speaker. Just unmute if I had anything to say. It didn't matter, you know? Or I'd be watching Hawaii Five-0 or some shit. Like, <laughs> it really didn't matter, man. It's just kind of what you did. Actually, that's the other thing, that, that, the, 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 the trend that seems like it's going to continue. Uh, a lot of employers who used to have that that traditional model where they felt like like they needed to supervise their employees um they've recognized that that they can maintain production levels without that 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 kind of hands-on management and 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 so they don't they 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 give the they give their employees that 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 kind of flexibility and i think it's created happier people it it means that i actually I, i i've i've at least my, I don't have any sort of like metrics, but my my personal experience has been that that when I talk to people, even even if even if we have masks on and 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 we're, and we're keeping a distance, they seem a lot happier. Yeah, people. They, have, I think you have more free time, right? Like, you know. It, and the funny thing is, like, we talk about this like it was so long ago, right? But it was like a year ago, a year ago, right? A year ago, shit was normal and some change, right? Say 15 months, right? 
We never stopped hanging out on Thursdays. Never stopped happening, right? Never, never, literally never stopped happening. We're, we're horrible super spreaders. Never stopped happening, right? Well, Maybe two weeks. There were two weeks where it was like, ah, whatever, right? But remember how there used to be like schedules? Like you got off work, you traveled to be somewhere, you had an allotted amount of time before you had to leave. Yeah. You know, now, now for a lot of people, now there's still majority of factory and logistics workers and things like that that have to be on site and do all that. Good for them, though. I think that's awesome, and uh, we, we have to have them. There's no way around them. So thanks for doing all that. But Your wife is one of those people. Yes, she is. Yeah, she's been essential the entire time. She's never stopped. Um, but uh, um, what you're seeing now is, is that availability of work and time, right? If you know that you're looking at your schedule for the week, and you're traveling Thursday, you're back on Saturday, and you need to have a meeting Monday and Tuesday of the following week, the week before you contact that meeting, you set your meeting for early in the morning or later in the afternoon, your whole day is open now. Your workload is being completed. You're completing all the tasks bestowed upon you, right? But your whole day is open. That leads you to go sit down. You can go have a cigar, go have coffee. You wanna have lunch with your friends. Right, you can have a beer and have a meeting, right? Or you get the thing done and then your local team gets together and goes out. It's true. And it can happen anytime now. Whereas before it was like, okay guys, we got that sales meeting next Friday. You guys wanna get drinks after? You know, you know what I mean? That, that whole, not that everyone did it that way, but that, that whole idea of how that worked. You well, know what I mean? I think, and I think in those cases, people were more reluctant to, to attend those functions. They're like, oh, it's almost like mandatory fun time. And they're, and they're like, and they think of it as, okay, so if I go for the, for the happy hour, it means now- <laughs> Fucking field days. I, well, yeah, yeah, I mean- Mandatory I mean, fun, it, command it, says have fun, do it. But, 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 but now, I don't know, it's, 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 it's a different thing. They, they, they're, they're, they're not only willing to do it, but they're happy to do it. I, I, I like that. So let's dive into the cigar and the whiskey real quick, okay? You're obviously liking one more than the other. Which one are you liking better? So I need you to tell me which one you poured in what. Oh, I didn't try. What'd you pour in the Glen Cairns? I'm sorry, I didn't even try the, the, the second one. Side by side, dude. Side by side means side by side. If we were doing this, you'd have dirty two more glasses. I was waiting for you to say. We okay. did. All right, sorry. It's amateur hour at uh, Kremlin 2.0. We haven't we haven't trained uh, the new batch of yeah, Russians yet, like, so they're still in the basement getting whipped and chained. So you know, we'll bring them up. Oh, just smelling it, I, I get um, instead of instead of the, the dried fruit, I said apricot on this one. I would describe this one as like. See, I gotta say something, man. Police officer just drove by, throws his hands up, waves at the neighbors. Okay, that is fantastic. I love that. If any officers listening, I just love you guys, man. You guys are great. But that was cool. That was cool. I have two officers that hang out in my neighborhood every day, wave at me when I'm coming home. They're there every Sunday, church in and out, wave at us when we're walking down, going to hike or whatever. I love that, it's fantastic. Not sure where it went, and come over and hope he's getting off soon. Well, and all, all, Say of, these, what's up. all of these streets have, 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 have a dead end. So so he is just, is, is, is just controlling the neighborhood, that's mm, nice. That's awesome, man throw his hand out and wave that was fantastic sorry all right so you're on the small batch right yeah. the sour mash so ju just on the smell i would i get i would have called this hair instead of some of the, those dried fruit notes that we got on the weeded one this is I, I, like hair or pear. apple or pear okay okay 
Now here's, uh, go ahead and take a sip of it. One thing that both of these are doing that I don't really remember in just like Old Elk Rye or Old Elk Weeded, you know, the typical release. Well, he's at work already. Good for him. Um, these are spicy. Yeah. Both of them. They're spicy. Pear, thank you. That that really resonates on, on this one here. This The uh, Sour Mash, the six-year, pear. That's I couldn't figure it out. It's like, it's like a spice pear. Um, like if you've ever done uh, chicken and greens, so like you you roast pears and apples, yeah, right, and then you do like the Creole seasoning or something like that. I, I like I like that comparison. I was gonna say, like my my, my kids like to play the stupid jelly bean game, so we. Oh, were you eat the doo doo flavored one? Well, yeah. no, I don't like that game. The game sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> always get the doo doo. <laughs> but, but one of them, like the 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 the. the the good one is is, is is pear. So so if you taste pear, I mean, you, you, you know, you're, you're you're grinning and you're looking at everybody else to see what they got. <laughs> and this is a good one. <laughs> you're an asshole. You know what's funny about that? You remember when the Harry Potter movies came out and they had those jelly beans, whatever they were called in Harry Potter. Mm. And they had they had the doo doo one, or they they called it poop, and then they had like bark and all that. Yeah, yeah. I remember when those came out. My uh, a buddy of mine, he he was really good. It, he'd eat any of them and smile, right? So you always were nervous when you because he'd eat his and be like, yeah, it, like that spoiled milk and rotten eggs and uh, just, no, and then they all looked right. Like so, butterscotch looked like rotten egg. Yeah, and you couldn't smell them. <laughs> Whoever designed that game should be shot. Uh, bean boozled is the way. That bean bean boozled. That's how. That's what Jelly Belly calls it. Yeah. Oh, been, you've been bean boozled. Yeah. Bean boozle your house. How's that sound? <laughs> I can blow your shit up. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of um, you know, like years ago when my regular hangout used to be Scottish Arms. Mm -hmm. So when when they put in those 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 tables in, the, in their patio, it's a cast iron table with it with a built-in lazy susan. Yeah. So late at night, sometimes even after they they they. Close-up shop. The uh, Mike, who you, you know, the the uh, bar manager, he used to, he used to make these shots for everyone, and he put them on, the, on that lazy season. They all look the same. Spin it, and you take one in front of you. But I don't, I don't take shots anymore, man. But dude, I one thing I'm very grateful to say about myself. I've never been a shot guy. Okay, I, you see some of these games that people welcomely play. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like the color shot, and there's eight glasses of a brown liquid. A brown liquid. Yeah. One of them is whiskey. Hey, well, that means well, you got mop water, you got... Oh, no, no, no. Well, this was like a, This was... One was... Bad. It's Russian roulette with glasses. Yes, it was, it was Russian roulette, but, it, uh, but it, they were all safe. It wasn't like... Oh, they were safe, too, but it would be dishwater, right? Or, or you know, food coloring, or... Um, you do something like um, uh, Fran uh, Francesca in one, well, I right? Or one where he spun it. Every everybody got that McAllen twelve. The one person got Worcestershire sauce. How'd you not tell that difference? No, no, no. Well, but, but he, it was Worcestershire sauce with the McAllen twelve, so it, it was enough that, that well, it, how dare he changed the flavor <laughs> to shit? Literally, to probably doo doo, like doo doo jelly bean. Yeah, 
You're rude people, man. <laughs> Just rude people. So, how's the cigar burning, man? I've, I have not had to relight this at all. Just as I say. It's a really nice, even burn. I'm, this, it's this, it's windy out here. Like, you guys have noticed the camera's kind of done a little tilt and swap a couple of times. Uh, the ash is still, if you guys are on the Patreon watching the live video, the ash is still phenomenal. I've never relit it. I've ashed it twice, and it just picks back up from where it left off. These things are in fantastic condition. Fantastic. And where did you pick these up at? From the pirate store. <laughs> Get that guy drowned, dude. <laughs> Captain, Captain Z. Telegraph Road? Yeah. yeah right? it's on Telegraph. On Telegraph, yeah. Yeah, so for, for St. Louis local. Literally like three minutes from Illinois. Yes. Right right before the bridge. For, for yeah, for so. By JB, Jefferson Barracks. For, for St. Louis locals, if you're coming on the Missouri side, it would, it would be 255 South, exit at Telegraph. You go to the, if you're going to. Is it so the police station still there? Right across from the police station? It's cross the road? I, I know. I don't pay attention to the You gotta pay attention to the popo, man. So, you go past the Walmart, and it, 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 it's on the right side. It, it actually... It's, it's in the, the building across from One-Eyed Willie's. <laughs> and I was, I was looking for, for something new. I really wanted to bring it to pick up a new bottle there. That They didn't have anything new. Uh, but I noticed that, that they have a lot of... They have things I've never tried before. I, I've, I've thought many times about picking up the, the bottle for the 82nd. Yeah, we talked about that though. But I don't know. It's it, it just hundred bucks is a lot for for something that's that 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 has a two year age statement. It's it's really cool. Don't be wrong, gangster candle. Yeah, that's true. Gangster candle. Ever since I met Paul Cass, uh, the Bourbon Cowboys buddy that does. If you're local to St. Louis and you've seen all these uh, whiskey and wine bottle candles and Total Wine and places like that, that's that's Paul Cass. Cassmaticus is last name. Um, Every time I look at a bottle now, I'm not going to lie to you, it, I, candles in my mind. Like, I, I want to know how it's going to look when it's cut and filled and lit and, you know, that master jumper would vibrant through there, you yes. know. Um, but just something about that whole thing seems sketch to me. And then $100 for a two-year uh, two age statement. It's odds are it's MGP juice, which we love MGP juice, you know. Um, I kind of want to talk about that too, about new. So I made this decision um, the other day. Uh, I was kind of looking at looking at the bar and what I've been putting in the humidor, you know, because I'm running out of room again. <laughs> I know that sounds fucking stupid, but I am. I have stopped buying random things. Well, see, you used to ask me about, you know, collecting things, and. It wasn't. It was never about hoarding it or, or anything like that. It's just that it's it's exciting to try something new, and there are new things all the time. And so, but but the thing is, like, you, you kind of have to take some some risks because if you try it. Hear me out. Business idea. Okay. Start a bar. Where literally the discussion you have with the distributors is every single time a new bottle comes to market, you get one. Now you'll have a bar of 10,000 bottles, but you build a package store next door, right? People come in, get to try that thing they haven't been able to try, like, okay, cool, I want one, done, it's ordered. Huh? Actually, that's a really cool uh? idea, because then you also set it up like 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 a library, because you'd have to. Oh, you'd have, oh, you'd have to. You get, you, you, you get those, those library. 
tires with the wheels on them. That, that I love that. I love that so much. Where were we that had that? Uh, well, the first one that comes to mind for me is Jack Rosen DC. Okay, we didn't go there together. We talked about that though. Um, um, doesn't uh, doesn't the bridge have some have those? I think there. I swear to God, we were somewhere that had that ladder. You talk. I'm gonna ponder. Is that rain? Yeah. Oh, we're fine. You have an umbrella? I do. I don't know how to set it up, but I, I mean, I just gotta cover that. I'm not worried about anything else. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, we'll see what it does. It's blue and sun over there, so if it just diddles. We're fine. This guy's covered. I'm not worried about that. Shit will be fine. If it starts raining, we'll close it up and run. I don't mind grabbing it. It's in the shed. Right. Um, damn it. I can see. Oh, uh, Planner's House. Yes. They have it. Yeah, they, they have it too. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but what I was getting at is like I'm looking at my humidor now, right? And I'm like, okay. Boxes, I'm, I'm, I've gotten back into buying boxes of things I want to have all the time, okay? I want to have enough of those boxes that I can, if I wanted to smoke that cigar every day, I could, right? That's what I'm in. And on cigars, like I have, I've nestled into this fucking Tatuaje and Crownheads obsession again, right? You know, Crownheads never went anywhere, but like I'm so balls deep back into Tatuaje now. You know, am I, I've found this newfound love for Padron. Like I am, I am. I just there's something about just stayed away from it so long, and now smoking them more. Like just back to the regular handmaids, like Padron 2000 Maduros. Oh my God, they're fantastic. That's the problem that I have now because I, I I I'm still I I, I, I always want to keep up with the things that 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 that, that I love. I, mean, I showed you in my, in, in in my humidor, which is. Well, and okay, go ahead because I want to say I want to start with this. It's easier with cigars. Well, like, so my humidor still. I don't think it's small, but but, but it's I, a fucking nightstand. Yeah, but I, but, I, but I still feel like I have to allocate space. So I, I want to keep up with the, with, with the core lines that, that, that I love. And like for example, the the, the, the next Les Los Calaveras, I will definitely buy a box. Yep. May, may, two. May, maybe two. But I'll make space for that. Um, you know, when, when other things come out, I showed you the, the that that black label trading company. Yes, that actually was 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 a really good cigar. But I did I, I I've never tried the hyena. I really want to try the hyena, but I don't want to devote space to a whole box of that because you know maybe it's well that was like that was like for example when I was in Scottsdale right and I'm cruising around I see boxes of the Green Hornet. I'm like ooh love that cigar. I've got like two left. That'll fit. That'll, I'll put that in there. Got a box of them, right? But with cigars, it's easier because another thing that's been really cool about COVID for the cigar world, um, one, is brick and mortars are almost able to get whatever they want now within, within reason, right? Allocations are still going to be allocations. There's nothing you can do about that. Those things are available for you to have. But every online retailer, right, has gone to five packs, 10 packs, Right? If there's something that draws my attention, I don't have any problem getting a five pack. Right? Smoke one, smoke one together, smoke another layer. Man, that was really good. Let's go get a box. Oh, you know it that way. When it comes to whiskey, you can't buy a flight bottle of every single bottle on the shelf. 
Okay. You go, you go, damn, okay, that's really cool, right? Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. Right? It's like me. That 12-year, <coughs> excuse me, old world style rye from Whistlepig, right? Do I have to have every barrel pick I come across? Yes, I do. <laughs> but does that mean I need to go buy the regular 12-year every time I see it? No. Yeah, but, okay, so, so we've also talked about the, the, the distilleries that, like Still 630, for example, that, that used to only do the 375s. I, I, actually, I kind of hate that. I mean, it's nice to be able, well, to, be able to, have a, to have a taste, but the, but the problem is, like, if, if it's just you and I, that's a tiny bottle. That's gone. But do you know what I what I always found fascinating about that was if you even if you bought two, you could drink one and sit on one, and it takes up this much space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and they were they weren't they weren't they weren't out. What, what did they cost? Like forty dollars? Something like thirty eight, forty two, something like that. Yeah. Right. That was fine. But what what I'm getting at is like I've got six bottles of Blands, right? Five Eagle Rares. Okay, I understand that because those are, we do go to those at times. And it's nothing, if there's four of us hanging out, the bottle's gone, right? In, in a good six hours, bottle's gone, okay? It's four people, probably two our pours, two, two pours a piece, right? Bottle's gone, cool. But then it's like, you know, great packaging does things, right? You're cruising through the humidor, looking around, you see that Cyclops, like, oh shit, I just get like 10 of them. And it was like, oh, sorry, ad drop. Uh, no, but you're cruising through, right? So I bought that new Mil Dias, right? The Escoguitos, okay? Now I've got a box of the Marievas. Did I need the same blend in a limited size box of 10? Ah, uh, sure I did, <laughs> right? But then it would be like, so I was really proud of myself. I'd never seen the Tatuaje Siri P, okay? White label Tatuaje with red Florida leaves, right? Hadn't seen them. At Grand Cru last week, they got a box. I picked the box up, walked out to talk to, talk to Brian, grabbed three cigars and put the box back. I was like, let's smoke them, man. And I'm glad it's a great cigar, but if I know that I can buy for the same price, get a box of the new Black Label Lat 54s, I'm not buying the Siri P. I'm gonna buy that. So I've kind of gotten to this point now where, like if, if we were gonna, you see a new bottle, like, hey, let's try this, we split it, I'm in on that. Let's do it. But I'm not just gonna keep buying random bottles anymore because then you look at the top of my bar. <laughs> There's a good 18 bottles sitting there that we had sitting at a podcast at some point that we've all been back together at the same location. No one's opened it. <laughs> it's well, just been sitting there. Well, or, or everybody comes to hang out and, and, and then we, 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 we try four different things during podcast and then leave the bottles. Now you have, now you have, to, you have to store those bottles. Right. And it's easy now. Cause they're like, Oh, you got the bar on the shelves. Yeah. Throw it there. Like, what? Hang on, man. Come on. But I wonder how you feel about that, man. Like I know you're you're settled in. You still got your dope ass collection, and we found we we got some plans for that room, man. We have to set some days aside and start doing some construction. <laughs> um, but uh, there's things, right? You know, like you, there's bottles you want to display and have. There's always core, but like I will never run out of twelve year McCown, right? It's not going fucking anywhere. It'll always be there. If I have nothing left. 
It'll always be there. Yeah, always. That was that was the appropriate thing to put right. the marble pedestal. <laughs> right. You just put the Eagle Rare next to it. You know, Eagle Rare. I will do my damnedest to never run out of Eagle Rare. That is when people you know, people ask this question a lot, like what's your go-to cigar or your favorite cigar? And I have this weird answer, right? And I think a lot of people have this answer. What day is it? Right? Yo, because right now this fucking satin glove. If you had more, we just keep going on these. No, you feel the same way about the crystal baller, right? Like it's it's, you know, it, it's just a damn good cigar. What's happening? This is fantastic. It's kind of throwing me off as to what we smoke next. Like I don't know. Is it going to compare? You have these thoughts, and um, you get into all that. But when it comes to when it comes to a cigar, there are two cigars that I can hands down, if you stranded me on an island, I can only have two, it'd be a 17 Calaveras and the original 09 Diesel on Holy Cocktails, right? Now, are those my favorite cigars? I guess you could call them my favorite cigars of all time. I'm sure you could say that. But do you know how often I smoke a 17 Calaveras or a Diesel on Holy Cocktail in 2009? <laughs> I think I pulled like one of each out for a birthday in the past six months. <laughs> you know, like it's not every day. I smoke, I smoke, I smoke more Tatuaje and Padron than I do Crown Heads and Diesel on any any opening day. I, 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 but after so many years, do they still taste as good as they did then? I mean, I mean, the 17s, the thing about the 17 to me and that Calaveras is I think that thing was aged out when it was, in my personal opinion, right? Uh, John, Crown, they all may say something different, but the cigars are personal. When that cigar came out and the first time I smoked it, I was like, this thing is done, it's perfect, it's never gonna get any better. And I feel like that cigar was aged to its limit. So when I smoke them now, it's all nuanced back and forth. It's, it, yeah, this is exactly what it was. When I, when I slide those boxes open to those unholy cocktails, they still smell of salt air. Like they're, they just, it's amazing. Are they as potent, as strong as an Esteli Puro 12 years ago? No. <laughs> but they're still fantastic. And that's why, like, Yo, when it, when it comes to whiskey, right? If I got stranded, I got to have Eagle Rare and 12-year McAllen, my world is done. I'm happy. I got my scotch, got my whiskey. I'm done. But do I drink 12-year McAllen every day? Do I drink Eagle Rare every day? No. I drink 300 other whiskeys when I drink, and occasionally it's like, ah, shit, the last time I had McAllen, I hadn't had McAllen 12 in three months. Well, you and I go to dinner the other night, the only whiskey they had was 12-year McAllen. Went ahead and drank 12 room count. Was happy as could be. You know what I mean? Every now and then it's like, oh, I don't feel like trying anything. Eagle Rare, they got it, let's do it. You know, it's just, it, they fit that way. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. What do you, what do you, th what do you think in that, in that regard? Like, you don't have to pinpoint any favorites, but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Actually, when that, that McAllen 12 triple cask, <laughs> when it was available at Costco. Well, that's the worst. Triple cask sucks. It's got to be sherry all the way. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. When it was available all the time at, at, at Costco, it was it was available at, at, at such a low price that I, I, I was buying it all the time. And I didn't and I didn't mind, you know, just setting it on the table and, you know, have at it. Well, now, we don't tell horrible drinking stories, but I remember there was one time we tried to drink that bottle. It didn't work. It's a big bottle, dude. It's a really big bottle. Really big bottle. It's a 1.75 liter. Really big bottle. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. Um, let's come back into uh, these guys. 
I don't know if I have. I'm, I'm leaning more towards the the, the the malt, but I mean they're so different. I don't know that I have a favorite. Um, but that's that's actually kind of fun that though that, that that these I don't I don't I don't know much about Greg Greg Metzger, but 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 you know it's really cool that 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 they were able to to achieve that kind of success in that range. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, there, there, there is, there is such a difference between these. It's a wild difference. They're not, they're not the same whiskey. The one thing that ties them together is that spice. It's, it's got a high rye spice to it, which is incredibly intriguing to me. Uh, Redemption rye, that front-loaded spice. It's th th this thing. That pepper shaker hits your tongue the minute you draw it back. But what's cool is it's like. If, if, if this is your mouth and throat, right? It's like f pepper finish. You know what I mean? Like once you actually swallow the whiskey, it, the spice is gone. And it just kind of it makes you salivate a little bit. It doesn't really it doesn't really do any lingering spice nightmarish stuff. You know? Oh, I'll take the Maui gems off, dude. Take the Maui gems off. Look at the Maui Jim's off. Actually, it's easier to see the color. The color difference, too. I I can't see it so much in the bottle, but in, in, in the glasses, the malt is dark. Absolutely beautiful out here, man. It was 81. We got some cloud coverage now. There was like two drops of rain. We got 76 now. It's fantastic. Um, this was fun. I, I, I like doing this side by side. We haven't done this since we did the Yellowstone barrel pick at Lit. Yeah, I think we did the barrel pick against the uh, regular. What do you call that? Just regular production or flagship? Fla flagship. There you, oh, there you. Thank you very much. Flagship uh, from Yellowstone. Um, I was surprised, by the way, but about the the the, the purchase of Luxco. My MGP. Yeah. No, see, you know what that does for me? That makes me be one of those silent partners in the background that said all of you hating on MGP, talking all that shit all those years when Dave Pickerel was still alive from Whistlepig, explaining to you why you didn't know what you were talking about, and now MGP, the mutt of the whiskey world, right? Everyone goes, oh, was the famous bourbon cowboy line. What do they do? I'm only 70% of the market, but it, whatever. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and we all had a giggle about that. It was fun. MGP buying Luxco. That should put, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, I'm even talking big boys like Sazerac, Daniels. That should put you on notice. Because the head sourcer, the lead sourcer of whiskey in the world just purchased Luxco, which was its own self-sustaining brand. Actually, and unless there was internal issues, there was never anything publicized that they were in any harm's way of going out of business. No, they, they actually seem to be very successful. They had they had ambassadors in every city of every state. They were capturing a much more significant market share. Uh, they, 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 they had they, 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 they were very well funded. They had they had they had they had such a fan base 
if you think about the way that that the blood oath was when when the first blood oath was released when i still think it's a weird way to package it when i they love it three bottles and and and, and, a, and a wooden box yeah and then they suddenly realized by the time the second one came out that they could capitalize on that. You could do three times as many sales, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, and 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 they they really earned their following. Well, and it's interesting too because I think this happened before the MGP acquirement, right? The rebrand of Rebel Yell, right? When it didn't have the Confederate flag on it anymore, it became Rebel Bourbon, and then you had a Rebel Yell, Rebel Distillers Distillers Edition, Rebel Ten Year, right? They put all that on the market. Like it was out there, it was ready to go. And then MGP acquired them, right? And everyone, Rebel Yell was all sourced from MGP. We all know that, right? Uh, I mean. And, and, and the Ezra line, too, that, that went from, from. Dude, that seven year, right? That seven year still goes down as one of the best bourbon releases ever in my book. It, and it used to be. I mean, you could you could buy that everywhere, and, and, and it, was, it, was, it was. It's a, it's a, it's a casualty of Whiskey Advocate. Right, it was actually funny. Uh, myself and the owners of, of Lit, this Brian Dana Snyder, we were talking about McKenna tenure yesterday, right? And uh, we were joking about it, and I had asked him, uh, um, I was like, how much, you know, how much does the bottle cost? And he said, oh, it wasn't that bad. I was like, yeah, but compared to like three years ago. Yeah, 10 year McKenna, five year McKenna, right? You were talking like a 14 and $21 bottle. That was always on the shelf. No one gave a shit about it, right? I, and I'm one of them. I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. Was, nah. I'm a little snobbish, right? It's 21 bucks, whatever, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like that 30 line is my thing, right? But it hits Whiskey Advocate. You're the one, I believe you're the one that hit all of us and was like, hey, I found three. And I'm like, you found three. <laughs> Okay, buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, if you, if you see it, if you see it for retail, it's upwards in sixty. Actually, I was. It's at, a victim of whiskey advocate. I, I was at this place before the, that, that craze for for that before it, it hit McKenna. Uh, Twenty fifteen, we we did a road trip, and and part of it we 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 spent at least a week, maybe probably more like two weeks in San Francisco, and I hit this liquor store. It's this old liquor store that they had been around for like a hundred years. I mean, it was it, it was. They, they, it, it, that's a, that's another place that had they had those ladders, and they had they had warehouse height ceilings. So, I mean, the, the, the I, I thought it was really cool. It reminded me of. I mean, I'm I read a lot of books. I collect a lot of books. I'm I, I used to come back from 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 overseas deployments because I refused to convert to, to, to digital books. Right. So I would I would cart home more weight in books than, than, than I did in military gear and that became unsustainable. But but when I but when I walked into a place like that, it was it, it was really cool. And the and the, the, the owner in there got annoyed because because I, I I would I would see something that I'd never seen before on some high shelf and I'm like, what's that? What's that? Can you can can I can I see that? And then and then so his ass up the ladder. Yeah, he, he, got tired of it. he was like, he was like, look, I trust you. If you see something you want, just come behind the counter, climb the ladder, move the ladder, go go get it yourself. You you do the the, the climbing <laughs> shit. I'm just not, don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> yeah. So I found a bottle of I think I have it some. Well, I definitely have it somewhere. 
it's a, it was it was a '92 McKenna, and it had this this like velvet label, and it came in a, in a, in, in, in this in this presentation box. Speaking of that, at the end of the show, we have to open one of those dusty Scotch bottles. Okay. And see. Those are probably gross, to be honest. I mean, I, if they're sealed. They are. They are. And, and I and I've I've stored them vertically. I've 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 had uh, those. I bought them. We had a the cowboy and I drank a. Helen Fitzgerald, no Helen Fitzgerald, Jesus, old, old Fitzgerald, from the 1975 Virginia Workers Carnival or something. It was interesting. It was good. I mean, it was just, but it was interesting. So, and we don't get the opportunity to do dusties often. And I, you got Scotch dusties. I, I was I was in England in, in two thousand nine. Scotch dusties. And I, I bought them about 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 this time in two thousand nine. That's when I bought them. And and these these have uh, vintage labels because they were they 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 were one of them was to commemorate the the wedding of of, of uh, Princess Diana and uh, uh, Prince. The one still alive. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, they got plain white dude names, so it's like Jeff, John, and the other one Fred. was to commemorate the, the the birth of their first son. So, wow. <laughs> so I think one is like 1976, the other was 1982, and and I still not only have them in the sealed bottle, but but in the, the packaging. Yeah, in the original box. That is awesome. <laughs> um, I want to thank you for this surrogate, dude. This was. Uh, yeah, we need to uh, go hit up old uh, Pirate Captain Zach and team up on a, a case of these, dude. Yeah. Yeah, actually, for, 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 for the price, that I, I wish I had bought three. Yeah, those are really good. And what was the price point on that box? 40 bucks. 40 bucks. That's quacktastic. And that's a, that's a box of six cigars. Right. So I bought 10 cigars, and I spent around $90 and 50 bucks of that was, was four yeah four <laughs> <laughs> um not more than that they were 23 a piece that's right yeah so whatever I mean $120 and 80 of it was four cigars yeah, yeah it's all tattooed man all of it um it's just not it's not often that you see that stuff so I thought okay no not at all so those are the uh, the LLE Kappa Specials um, they, it, according to their sign, they used to have the other uh, box of, of Tatuaje Robustos. Uh, I, I don't remember. What uh, the other one's got the Cabaguan yellow and black, black label, red label, yeah, that, and brown label. Yeah. That. They were all, they were completely sold out of those. Yeah. Those were the ones that I was stoked about that I was going to ha- call all you guys and like we, I was going to pick everyone up on when I got to Fox and Scottsdale. Turned out that the... Glencoe Fox was having an event with Tatuaje, so the Scottsdale stock was sent to Glencoe, so they didn't have any when I got there. And I was like, well, that's a fucking letdown. But I did find that dusty-ass box of 17 Calaveras, so... Yeah, it's not tattooed on my arm or anything, but whatever, (laughs) you know. There you go. Alright, guys, so I think what we'll do is we'll take a little break here. Um... Hit you with our Wildwood Pub ads. You can check those guys out. Um, I know we talked about Lit a lot, but you guys, you know, Lit, uh, we're, we're branding back out. Things are getting bigger. That inventory is, I say this all the time, is ever-changing. 
I want to let you guys in on a little secret. There are some fine and dandy barrel picks coming this way, man. Um, Snyder's have got themselves quite a taste for whiskeys these days. Um, uh, I want to say they've grown into them, and I think it's fantastic. I am even excited just on, you know, it takes a lot for someone to tell you what they tasted days ago, and that excites you now, right? Because you know it's not 100% fresh, you know, it's kind of, you're trying to remember it, but when those certain words just kind of highlight you, certain feelings that someone had, kind of that really excites me. I'm really excited about that. Um, you'll see those on the podcast. That's going to be fantastic. Selection ever growing. Um, all fun new things. Highlight of a couple new cigars that are in the humidor there at Lit. Uh, the Brasilia Macanudo Inspirado is there, 10 count boxes. You want to know a good cigar with coffee? It's there. And I want to say it's about $8. It sits right inside that Inspirado line. Uh, we were excited to welcome Lit, of course, as a Cyclops sponsor. The three packs are there, available. Um, let's see, there was some, uh, the Mil Diaz uh, Escag Escag Escadiga, or, yeah, uh, Escadiga, I, I don't know the name yeah, off the top of my head, sorry. Sell, sell the Cyclops as, as three packs? Or? They're all three packs right now, yes. Uh, they're all Boveda sealed now. Um, so got a cool Boveda sticker on them, which is pretty sweet. Um, they all come with a 69% Boveda in the bag, um, which is fantastic. Packaging changed on that. Um, but lit, there's live music next Friday, uh, or this Friday, this coming Friday, two days from now. Live music next Friday as well. Live music is back, patios open. Cocktails are expanding by the minute. Some fantastic fun cocktails down at lit. Uh, the whiskey's ever growing. McKenna 10 year available now. Blood Oath Pack 7 available now. Barrel picks coming down the line. The cigars, if I've ever seen a more rotating humidor that does not add everything and rotate it, they add specific buys and rotate it. It's so fantastic to be able to be there and see what's new and where it's sitting. Um, cleanliness organization, just you know, hands down. We all know that. Well, they have limited space, so if they're if they're devoting space to something, they have to believe in the product. And it's and it's always good. There's not a bad cigar in the humidor. It's fantastic. Love it. Well, lit. We love you guys, of course. Um, log response there. If you're ever there, uh, mention Craft and Puro, um, and uh, there's something waiting for you. Something cool. So. Uh, we'll take a little break. I think we're going to go find us an old Dusty. An old Dusty. Um, and then uh, we're going to come back with a cigar, and we've got about 35 minutes to hang out with you guys. All right? So stay tuned. Check it out. You guys on the live stream, you're going to see us talking. We'll talk a little uh, offbeat stuff. Remember the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Craft and Puro. $3 per month gets you all the extra giveaways, the live streams of the podcast, videos, check-ins, freebies, exclusive access to swag and cigar releases, and all that fun, all right? So stay tuned. We'll catch you guys back here in just a few minutes. Mahalo. Craft and Puro is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator 
full 18 holes to a driving range, go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy.